Ahoy hoy, everybody. Welcome to episode 105 of the Untitled Gaming Podcast. I'm your host, Pat. Today, I'm joined by Rick. Rick. And Zach. Hello. Chance is still out of commission because his PC done exploded. Hopefully, he gets that fixed soon. Thoughts and prayers uh, for him and his family. Yeah. Luckily, no one was hurt, but his uh, PC is no longer functioning. Uh, if this is your first time tuning in, welcome. I was going to do a joke, but I couldn't think of any. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you put in no effort into that at all not even half-assed you went into that and you were like you know what we tried not really <laughs> if this is your first time tuning in welcome we're a gaming podcast that aims to entertain as well as inform we discuss the week's biggest gaming news game reviews and impressions and talk about the gaming industry in general of course we don't only discuss games occasionally we talk about movies tv shows has everyone seen Shang-Chi? No. I have an infant, and much like traveling on airplanes, that's something I don't bring to a theater. The Someone. Infant? He's like, something. It's something I do not bring. <laughs> <laughs> I will not bring that thing into a theater. Uh, we're hoping to get a babysitter tomorrow night, and hopefully go see it. We're kind of hoping that, like, to start turning that into a trend where like every few weeks, like... One of the grandparents come watch the kid, and we leave for like three hours and go see a movie. So that's our plan Saturday. I uh, highly recommend it. I did see it. It is very reminiscent of like Black Panther with a little bit of Doctor Strange thrown in there. So like it's a good introduction to that world. Solid characters, solid uh, villain. Pretty fucking funny. So it felt like a Marvel movie. Yes. Wonderful. Mm -hmm. I'm so excited. Yeah. And it does have two after credits. uh, Stay for both. Moving on this week, our topic of the show will be the PlayStation Showcase, where they fucking brought their A-game. But first, what have you been playing, Zach? Uh, So, I have not played too much since the last time we spoke. What a fucking surprise. (laughs) I bet you, I will give you three chances, outside of Lost and Random, because you know we we discussed that I would be playing that. So, outside of that... we only have one chance, and he's not here. (laughs) Fair enough, but I'm giving you three more. I'll you three chances to guess the two games that I've played outside of Lost and Random. FIFA 2022? No, because FIFA 2022 doesn't exist. Rocket League? What? Doesn't it? No, FIFA 2022 hasn't come out yet, I don't think. If it has, I have not bought it, and I probably All won't right. buy this one. I'm going to say Rocket League. I have not played Rocket League. Oh, shit. We have one more guess, Pat. <laughs> to guess two games. <laughs> FIFA 22 doesn't come out until October 1st. Yeah, Pat Pat named a game that doesn't even count. So Pat gets another guess, and then I get another guess. Pat, go. Okay, fair enough. Okay, three guesses each. Okay, all right. So. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> all right, fine. I will give you six guesses. <laughs> yeah, so I've gotten my one guess. Rick's gotten his one guess in, and now we each have two more guesses, right? Correct, That's to guess the two games that I've been playing. Okay. One of them is, right. <laughs> you should get one of them at least. Like Mass Effect 2. No. Oh, you bitch, what the hell? Sorry. We do need to do that podcast. We, we, we do need to do that podcast. We do. <laughs> Man, that puts a uh, lot of then, pressure on me. Well, I still have one more. And then, yeah, you have two guesses. Ooh, Fortnite. No. Fuck. God damn it. I haven't played Fortnite in like months. <laughs> I haven't played Fortnite in a Fortnite. <laughs> F1 2022. 2021. Whatever it is. Yeah. 2021. Yes. I've been playing F1. Okay. There you go. I there got go. one game. So and then Lost and Random was second. And then what's the third game? 
I don't think you guys will get it. I could give you guys like 10 more guesses. League of Legends. No. Fuck. Okay. What well, what is it? Zach enlighten us. Uh it is God of War. I have started God of War. Oh, fuck yeah. Nice. So, <laughs> Wait, you hadn't beat it before? I hadn't even started it. <laughs> before. What were you doing watching that trailer? <laughs> uh, spoiling stuff. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> All right. Oh my god. I'm I mean the game came out in 2018 at this point it's my own fault if it's been spoiled, but you know that I have it. You know I wanted to play it, Pat. But you kept saying, you gotta play other stuff, Zach. I'm like, but the backlog is going further and further back. It's fine. It's so, fine. yes, I've been playing God of War, which has been yeah, fun. I got through most of it. I only got beaten it, though. It's good. You're it's playing fun. on PS5, though, right? Yeah, yeah, I'm playing it on the PS5. Okay. They did have a 60 FPS update, so that's good. So I was sitting there, and I'm like, okay, like I know it's like RPG-ish. Like, yeah, you have to level him up and shit like that. Like not quite RPG, but like elements. It, yeah, elements. But that's what the, that's what the ish thing meant. But it's annoying because I'm like, you're a god, so like it shouldn't take you like 80 hits. I know, I know, it's like the beginning of the game, but it shouldn't take you like 80 hits to kill this little goblin person, or whatever but the fuck. Zach, called. there's a difference between like Greek gods and like badass Norse gods. The Norse are by far much more mighty than like all the Zeus bullshit. But shouldn't my badass Norse god, like, be killing things in one hit? Well, no, 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 no. Like, Kratos is, like, Greek. So he's he's, yeah. he's leveling up to be as, as cool as these awesome Oh, Norse so guys. we're starting... Okay, I see what you're saying. Yeah. As a Norwegian. Yeah. That's my take. I mean, I watched the man, like, fell a tree in three hits, but it's taking me, like, 12 to kill this guy. Like, I mean, those are just regular trees, Zach. Yeah. Oh, they're not god trees? <laughs> not yet. Not yet. You'll see the god tree soon. Oh, God. Rick, I'd be interested in seeing your take on God of War now that you're a father. Yeah, I remember playing most of it. Like, I actually got pretty far. I don't know why I stopped, but I I think I just got distracted. It's, it's, you knew four years from now you'd have a son, so you wanted to... Yeah, but now since, since my kid's namesake, all I want to do is just play Zelda games. <laughs> no, but seriously, God of War, really good game. Not game of the year for us <laughs> that year, but still a decent. What was game of the year that year? Was that Assassin's Creed Odyssey? <laughs> Assassin's I Creed think it might have been, yeah. Yep. So Assassin's Creed Odyssey can wipe its ass with God of War. God of War is a shit game compared to Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Just throwing that it out there. It was a close call. Apparently, as far as this podcast is concerned. Also, I was the only one that had played God of War that year, so that's on you guys. Just saying. I didn't have a PlayStation. I, I thought I had played some of it. No, you wanted something else to be. No, I totally wanted Red Dead to be. Yeah. No, I played Odyssey after it won the Tuggy, and I hated it the entire time. Bullshit. <laughs> and then I did it again, because I actually ended up liking it a couple years later. Exactly, exactly. But liking that's, it that's is not being want. game of the fucking You're year. You're welcome. You're welcome, is all I'm going to say. He, he's not thanking you. Okay. <laughs> okay, all right. Let's keep going. All right, so Zach, besides God of War, would you played F one? No one wants to hear about that. I mean, some people might, especially with the F one <laughs> race at Monza happening this weekend. Why did you laugh when I said some people might? Because <laughs> I know those people don't exist. Um, yeah, so I I'd been playing that, and then just been playing uh like the start of Lost and Random. Uh, I've only done the Code intro provided by EA. Yes, code provided by... Oh, EA, good for us. 
I'm glad they looked past all the slander we've said about them to give us a review code. That's you guys. I'm a corporate shill, all right? (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Yeah, so, yeah, I've been playing Lost and Random. It's, I like it. I think the, I mean, obviously, I'm very early doors into it, but I think the, uh, the fact it's going to be very story driven, I'm really going to Did you say early doors? Early doors, yeah. Early days. No, early doors. Early days, my friend. Early days. No, early doors is a phrase. I promise you. How c- how can a door be late? Hey, it's a door I opened earlier. Yeah, see, early doors. What's that all about? It means at it's an a BBC sta- sitcom. <laughs> what do you mean? No, keep your English up to date from the BBC. Early doors. What does that mean? It means at an early stage in the proceedings. Early doors is now a British colloquial term, mainly associated with football, but originally lies with theater in the 19th century. Eh, I'm, I'm going to say we're in America, so no. It's early days. <laughs> I'm, but I'm an Anglophile. America. My great, 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 great grandfather fought against the Americans <laughs> to lose and have them form America. Are you saying his life was in vain? Yeah, because didn't you just say he fought and <laughs> lost to America, so he was on the British he fought, side? No, no, no. He, he fought to lose, is what he said. Oh, he <laughs> fought to lose. Anyway. <laughs> lost in random. Early days. Early doors, yes. Um, yeah, so so it's early on, um, but I like that it's going to be very story-driven, um, clearly. So, yeah, I'm excited the... The intro so, had the intro had combat that I wasn't expecting, like the little mini sword fighting stuff that was going on. Yeah, so I've actually put a little bit more time in it than you, so I'll kind of just talk about it here instead of rehashing it later on. Um, I'm about five, maybe six hours in, and I am enjoying it. It is not very um, polished, I would say, is probably the best way to put it. Like gameplay-wise? or Yeah, there's a lot of... Uh, you know, kind of hitting invisible walls or like clipping through things or it does the thing where you go to the edge of a ledge and then you have to press X to jump down to the ledge instead yeah. of just jumping down to the ledge. Um, also, there's no jump button and I very much want to jump in this game. I don't know what it is about it, but it's just it feels like that platformer, but it doesn't have that platforming like tight gameplay. Well, it's like even like uh, when things are like just even when things are like more open, it just feels right to be able to jump around. Yeah. Combat is very interesting. I'm not sure how how far you've gotten with it, but basically uh, in this world, there are dice wielders, people who have like living dices or living die, I guess. No. Living dies. Die. It'd be dice. No, it'd be living dice. There's no, the dice is already the plural. (laughs) Either way, (laughs) I'm not a gambler, so I wouldn't know. But, but did you take English <laughs> in school? You, you don't need to. You don't need to be a gambler. My God. <laughs> there's uh yeah. There's these dice wielders that have living dice. These dice are powered by these like little chips from like crystals that enemies have like growths coming out of them. So you play as Even, uh, who is a child in this world, and she has a slingshot, and she meets Dicey, who is her dice and she she becomes a dice wielder and the way combat works is you're in this like a little arena and enemies are coming at you and you see the blue glowing spots of like crystals growing out of them and you can shoot those and they'll drop like crystals for dicey to go pick up uh or if you like uh dodge right before an enemy hits you you'll do like a blink dodge and that'll also give you crystals as like a, a way to 
power up dicey. He's an AI, like he'll move around on his own. Um, he, he could be on your back sometimes or he'll be around the field. You can kind of give him commands like, hey, go here, go here to pick up the crystals. And then once he has enough crystals, you can roll him. And like when when you're picking up crystals, you're also like at, at a certain amount of crystals, you're drawing cards from like a deck that you have. And you roll dicey and whatever number dicey lands on, that's how much power you have. So now you have your hand of cards, which I think is like six cards max. Uh, and then you can use the power to play as many cards depending on how much power level each one is. So if if a card is like power level three, then you have three left over to play other cards if you have something like that. And the the cards come in like different varieties. There's some that do uh, defense. Uh, there's some that like you know they can give you health or they can give you a shield or something like that. Uh, there's ones that do damage, so you can get these like ethereal weapons, like uh, a hammer or a sword or a bow or something. And then um, there's ones that are just like chaos, like you'll drop a bomb on the field and then you know the bomb will explode and it'll damage anyone in the vicinity, so it could even harm you. Or you could have like dicey will explode. And he does that like in nine seconds. So you can kind of like tell him where to go. It's not very precise because like there's been a bunch of times where I'm like, Dicey's about to explode nine seconds. So I tell him to go to the enemy and then he goes to the enemy and then he starts coming back to me. I'm like, no, Dicey, no. <laughs> Bad Dicey. <laughs> so <laughs> so uh, it's, it's, it's an interesting way to do combat and I'm not done combat like this. Um, you know, there hasn't been a game where I've played that is this sort of combat and it does work well. What I found early on is that a lot of battles have been like, shoot the crystals, you only have a certain number of cards, so you're doing the same like three things over and over again, but you're earning more cards as you play the game, so I'm assuming that'll change. Hopefully there's some new enemy types that come up, and uh, you know that kind of varies it a little bit. I've, I've had one boss fight, which was more interesting than a standard battle, uh, and then there's also like a... Uh, at, at a certain point, it becomes like a puzzle fight. So there's a, a giant piece that is moving, like whatever you roll on dicey, that's how many spaces the piece will move. And you have to get the, the piece to the end as opposed to killing all the enemies. So it's just a different variation of that same fight. But uh, overall, okay game so far. Not not amazing by any stretch, but not not bad. I feel like with a little bit more budget and a little bit more time, it could have really been something special, but uh, it is like only a $30 game. So if it sounds interesting to you, it is very Tim Burton-esque in, I don't know if you guys have seen the the trailers and stuff, but very Tim Burton-esque. It's got that claymation thing going on, uh, kind of like that Disney story where it's a little girl searching for her sister who's kidnapped by the evil queen and she has to like traverse this magical kingdom to, to get her back. I've not seen that one, but I will take your word for it. it no, it's nothing like that. Sorry. <laughs> okay, <laughs> you could have said any of them i would believe that's you. why i did <laughs> i i would if i had to put a number like a rating on it right now i would probably go like low 7.2 or something like that uh but who knows maybe the more i play the the more it gets based on if the combat varies or whatever uh one other thing i do want to mention for this one is that this is the first game in a while where i've noticed loading screens uh, Zach, I don't know if you've experienced this at all either, but it's like yeah. I'm playing the PS5 version on the PS5. It's it's you know installed locally on the the SSD and everything, and it's not that there's long loading times. It's that a loading screen pops up and then it goes away like 
relatively quickly, but it's still long enough for me to notice it. And then it'll go to a cutscene, and then another loading screen, and then it'll go to gameplay. It's it's not seamless as these other games have been on right. the SSD and the current gen game. So I'll definitely put more time in it and talk more about it later on. Rick, what have you been playing? Oh, wow. Let's unlock this treasure trove. Um, I've still been playing 12 minutes because unlike you two, I haven't beaten it. And every time I play it, I try to get creative. I try to have fun and it keeps beating me down. So I'll just like put it down. So actually, like Pat gave me some advice um, last week or actually two weeks ago. So I think it was this past Monday. I was like walking my dog and I was like, oh, shit. Okay, cool. I'm going to try this. And I tried that and then it worked. And then once I tried that and it worked, I was like, okay, cool. Now I, I have the key to this mystery. And then I couldn't get to this certain object because apparently I needed a knife on me, even though I had a candle. It was a whole fucking thing. And then I got to that point, and now I'm like, all right, cool. Well, I've just exposed this giant mystery. Now what do I do? And it's like, well, you're going to go back to the very beginning and explain that to everybody, but nobody's going to give a shit, and the exact same thing's going to happen that happens as soon as you start the game. So I'm so intrigued by the game, and I'm really excited to see like how to... like stretch the boundaries keep going and see exactly how i keep going but also every time i fail i just get pissed off which is kind of hard like i don't do that a lot in video games yeah so i've just been playing other games like i was like okay cool i just want to play a game that won't piss me off and i'll just have a fun time so i've been playing some gears of war like the original gears of war okay and that's fun because you know like oh you're stuck well duck behind a wall for a while hey then you're not stuck anymore that's mostly all you have to do in those games. And that's nice. Yeah. That's like a sense of comfort. <laughs> Skyrim a little bit. A little bit of Hades because it's on Game Pass. Um, I think as far as streaming, those are the games I've been playing. And then uh, I mentioned to the guys on the podcast earlier this week that I really want to play all the Bioshocks again. As well as Witcher 3 because all of those games I have not played on uh, my xbox uh gamer tag my current xbox gamer tag tug pod rick uh be oh, sure to follow achievements to get. yep i don't have any of the achievements so i was like you know what i really want to play bioshock and i really want to play witcher 3 and if i bought the witcher 3 this would be my fourth time buying witcher 3 um so probably gonna hold off till it's back on game pass and then i looked at the price on the bioshock collection it was like 50 dollars. and i checked again last night and it was 10 dollars. so Right now, I'm playing Bioshock 1, and I'm super happy about it, and I love this game so much. Bioshock is great. Yep. Zach, you need to play it. Uh, I I have it. I own it. I own all three of them, actually. Would you kindly just play it? I, I mean, there there are other games to play, sir. The backlog is Wait. enormous now. Have you not played? Like, I thought, I thought like we talked about you beating the first one, at least. He played the first five minutes again. I, I, got, over, I, I got over my fear, is what I did. Because when I first played Bioshock with my friend, I was like 11 or something. And the crazy cat lady with the golden gun scared the crap out of us. So I never played That's it. That's too old to be scared by that. Yeah, no, no, it isn't. I, I get scared very easily at the age of 26 now. I don't do the spooky scary. Like we're about to we're about to hit October and it is the least favorite month of the year for me. Halloween is by far my least favorite holiday. Far and away. October is the best time, dude. It's my half birthday. You know, Halloween's coming up. It's There's fall. football. It's not too hot, not too cold. 
Yeah. The, the weather is the best spice. thing about it. It's sweater weather. But outside of that, like, no, I could I could hard pass on the Halloween. The scary parts of Halloween. Has a creepy atmosphere, but actually a really good story. So like just get over it. They've got a they've got the big daddy. Zach, did you just beat both Last of Us games? Yes. And this I can promise nothing. you I'll never play them again. Neither will I. They are terrifying. Yeah. But this is like I I'm playing this for like the fifth time and it's a wonderful game. It's a lot of fun. The story's great. And if you could just kindly just do this, that'd be great. I think Bioshock Infinite would be easier to beat than Bioshock One because Bioshock One is you know you know what we could do. You know what we could do after we do this Mass Effect thing and we finish it, another series of podcasts with us talking just about like a whole podcast about Bioshock One, Bioshock Two, Bioshock Three because those games we should like name the series that we're doing just all the great games that I have not played. What Zach has been missing out on. We'll, yeah. we'll come up with something more clever. Making Zach a real gamer, finally. No, no, that's not an accurate statement. I am a real gamer. You cannot say that. All right, all right, all right. I also played some Mass Effect 2, speaking of which. And that's been it. Pat, what have you been playing? Thank you. I've obviously played Lost and Random. Already talked about that. And then we'll actually be doing a deep dive into Psychonauts 2 when Chance is back. So I'll save that discussion for then. But, you know, for those of you wondering about Psychonauts 2... It's really good. It's on Game Pass, both on PC and Xbox. It has cross-save. You can play it on both. Uh, you can also play it on cloud. Highly recommend playing it because it is really fucking good. <laughs> Moving on to our topic of show, PlayStation Showcase. So quite a bit was announced here. PlayStation really brought their A-game for this, uh, which kind of makes sense because they've been silent for so long. Uh, you know, they didn't. they weren't officially part of E3. Or Gamescom, they did have a like a trailer here or there. They had a Death Stranding remake. Honestly, and th- yeah. this just seemed like way too much out of fucking nowhere. Like suddenly, like Sony was like, "Oh yeah, well, here we go. Here's everything you wanted to see all summer, but in September we were a little late." Like what the fuck? I mean, they kind of did that last year, right, with the whole PlayStation showcase. And we thought that would be like a one-time thing because they weren't at E3. Like, there was no E3 last year. But they didn't do their own press conference last year until September when they did the PlayStation 5 like reveal kind of thing. And they had a lot there as well. So I think this is just going to be their whole cadence now. Instead of doing it at E3 and coming out with big with you know all these first-party announcements and stuff, they'll probably just wait till September where all the other – everyone else is already gone – and then they'll come out and like kind of dominate the news cycle here. So if it works, it works for them. So we're not going to go through everything. Um, actually, we might. It's only 40 minutes, but uh, kind of going through the the big announcements here. So let's start with uh, Insomniac, who had a fucking great showing here. They, they must have some fucking wizards over there because they're releasing quality games at such a frequency. It's It's unexpected. They started off launch of PlayStation 5 with Miles Morales, and then a year later, not even, what's it's been six months, seven months, that they na- they released uh, Ratchet & Clank, and then now they just teased Spider-Man 2 and Venom. So that's two licensed Marvel games. Or not, did I say Venom? Yeah. Wolverine. <laughs> yeah, Venom is in Spider-Man 2, but Wolverine, solo, standalone game, and then Spider-Man 2 which did get like a teaser and then that actually got a year for 2023. So do you guys think Wolverine 2024? 
You think 2024 or 2025? Yeah. Yeah. Say 2023. You think it's 2023? Oh, yeah. Same year. If not sooner. You think Wolverine? You think it's the same year as Spider-Man 2? I would say different sides of the year, but it might even be like 2022. Really? No way. I would pizza bet that, but it would take a year to do. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it's on the table if Rick wants to accept it. I'm already owed a pizza, so I could just... There you are. We will talk about that in a second. But let's kind of go a little bit more in depth in here. So the Spider-Man 2 teaser, we kind of saw both Miles Morales and Peter fighting like random people. And then there was a voiceover from someone who it wasn't confirmed, but sounds a lot like Craven the Hunter talking about how he's, you know, been looking for somebody who's a formidable person to help him and all that stuff. And it kind of gave you the impression that he's talking to both the Spider-Men because he's, he keeps saying like you, both of you and stuff like that. And then it kind of cuts to black and then you see Venom come up and he's like, yes, we will. So he's clearly talking to Venom. So that was the the whole implication that Craven and Venom will be teaming up against Spider-Man and Miles Morales. Uh, a lot of people thought this could have been hinting at co-op, but then later in a blog post, they, Insomniac did come out and say, this is a single player game. What are you guys' thoughts on that? Missed opportunity? Do you guys want a co-op Spider-Man game or... Are you fine with just the single player? I'm okay with it being single player. I think it would have been cool if you could have had like maybe the option to do co-op. Um, just to have the option, but I'm okay with it being single player personally. Yeah, me too. Uh, I wonder if this will be like like GTA 5 where you can pick the protagonist that you want for like, cer- like certain missions are locked to certain protagonists. But then other ones you, you can know, pick, you can like pick which one? whoever yeah. you want. So yeah, maybe you can pick if you want to play as Miles or Peter. But both uh, Yuri Lowenthal and uh, Najee Jeter are confirmed to be returning. And then Candyman's Tony Todd will voice Venom. Oh, shit. That's awesome. Yeah. And that's the original Candyman, right? Not the new one. Yeah. There was an original Candyman? Yeah. <laughs> I don't do horror stuff, man. Like... Technically, the original Candyman was a story written by Clyde Barker. Technically, the original Candyman was Willy Wonka. Because he mixes it with love and makes the world. <laughs> but I honestly, I think the co-options, yeah, you know, the option of co-op, co-op. Because if it does go, if it does go like the GTA like five route, and you get to play as multiple people, cool. But really, in GTA five, are you able to play as like Franklin and Trevor and like go on missions like with your friends? No, not with your friends. But I'm saying it'll because they confirmed it's single player only. But it could be like that where it's you could play as either Miles or uh, Peter for different missions. You know, you th- I'm not saying it'll be the exact same. Do you think but- there'll be missions that you have to play where you're Aunt May trying to sneak around like the Kroger? God, I hope not. God, I hope they learned their lesson. You did have missions where you had to play as Miles himself, not in the suit, in Miles Morales, which was fine. It wasn't like bad as it was in uh, Spider-Man 2018. So I feel like they've learned their lesson a little bit. Um, and I, I'm fine with playing as just, you know, regular street clothes, Peter or miles, if it is compelling to the story. In this case, it was for miles. And if it fits so the I'm fine with that. Yeah, exactly. I, I just don't want to go and play as Mary Jane for like 15 minutes to go to a thing where she's like, oh, Peter, you're here. And then it immediately switches to Peter. And then I'm like, 
why did I have to sneak past those people? Why couldn't you have just gotten me to this section where I'm playing as Peter? I don't know. I'm I'm excited. What do you guys think of the the villain choice here? Venom has been in other Spider-Man games before, but Craven has not been in very many, right? But are we for sure it's Craven or is that speculation? Because at, that is definitely speculation. But as always, whenever I hear just dark voiceovers for villains, I always hope that it's Victor Von Doom. And I've always <laughs> been let down. Well, you'll be let down again this time. He's, yeah. he's got a PhD. That, that he does. So the Spider-Man 2018 did kind of hint at Green Goblin or Hopgoblin, uh, depending on the route they want to go. So I'm assuming he'll make an appearance as well. Uh, the 2018 Spider-Man game had the Sinister Six, so you had multiple villains. But in doing that, each one of them didn't really, they didn't feel very like, huge deal so maybe cut back on it maybe if you only have three versus the six you can have like them kind of have their moments a little bit more so yeah we'll see I, i'm hoping you know with every sequel you hope that they learn from the original and they kind of improve on it and stuff and insomniac i feel like they can do a really great game so i have faith in them for this one uh i hope it makes that 2023 window but i'm not confident uh talking about uh wolverine we only saw like a bit of this like uh it was a cgi trailer where you know logan's at the bar and then the claws come out uh we didn't even really get a good look at who was like coming to like attack him or whatever but it didn't have any any sort of year they did say it's early development in the blog post afterwards oh rick let's definitely pizza bet then it won't come out (laughs) it also um is called marvel's wolverine so do you think they'll have some sort of crossover with Spider-Man? I'm, I'm, I think that's a no-brainer, right? Uh, yeah, why not? Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, maybe have like a... I don't know. Maybe you have a Mary Jane cameo or something like that. I don't think it'll be directly like Spider-Man comes in to help Wolverine or anything, but I think they are going to tie the Kind of cur- curious on how like they're going to execute this, because will it be an open world? Because... Wolverine really doesn't have like a set city, you know, he's a little bit of everywhere. That and the, cause Spider-Man, it works really well open world because he has that built in traversal with web slinging and getting. Yeah. And if they built New York once, they can build it again. And it's pretty easy to kind of copy and paste what they've been doing. But with Wolverine, like Wolverine just be running around that X jet goes Uh, like everywhere. So, (laughs) or like, it'll be like Red Dead Redemption. Instead of guns, you have claws. Like I don't, I don't know. I'm excited to see how they change up the formula because Spider-Man is very much like uh, Arkham, where it's like you have these sections where you're doing combat in the Arkham combat, but then you also have the sections where it is stealth, killing people from above and using gadgets and all that stuff. You can't really do that with Wolverine. That's not his fighting style. He goes gung ho, you know, close up. Yeah. yeah. It's all about close combat. It's all about like ripping people to shreds. I oh, hope yeah, they do yeah. turn up the combos of like I'm the violence. Kind of wondering oh. if they're gonna kind of pull some uh, some like tricks from Ratchet and Clank, and especially with like Wolverine and his time dimensions and his like basically immortality. Like I think that'd be a really cool concept of like having not an mm-hmm. open world, but like basically going from like different areas, like transporting yeah. and like linear kind of episodes kind of like sandbox levels yeah right. mm-hmm. yeah i feel like that could work and i'd be fine with that as long as 
the story you know keeps me motivated to keep going and stuff because a lot of the side stuff in both spider-man and uh miles morales i didn't care for it's just like stop another crime right you know they did vary it up a little bit more in miles morales but it's still like i'd rather do the main missions that actually are like tailored to this sort of gameplay versus like repetitive tasks so yeah i'd be fine if this is more linear or open linear or something uh kind of like how the most recent uncharted's have been but you know i I would love to see there have been good uh wolverine games in the past Um, you know story-wise not so much but if you've ever played uh uh, x-men origins wolverine the game the gameplay of that was solid and they have this mechanic where every time you take damage, it's visual, like parts of his skin will like fade away. You'll see muscle. And then if you keep taking damage in that area, you can go down to like skeleton and then slowly it regenerates with like the muscle coming back and the skin coming back. And this is like 360 generation. So I, I just want to see like what you can do with that sort of tech currently. So I'm excited to see what a modern day Wolverine game can be. So like I, I've said it once, I'll say it again. Insomniac is the best purchase Sony has made. Moving on, uh, we do have Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic remake. This was announced as a PS5 console exclusive. Uh, it, it is also coming to PC. It is being developed by Asper Media in association with Lucasfilm Games, but it is a timed console exclusive for PlayStation 5, which is odd because what 20 years ago it was a uh, console exclusive for xbox, xbox. So the og xbox yep pretty ironic here we did get like a short teaser trailer that did uh, have you know voiceover by jennifer hale it does show darth revan you know going all out and it's just a cinematic trailer but it did get me really fucking hyped i don't know I don't know how you felt rick when you're watching this but i was like i, I got out like no fucking way <laughs> so uh, I'm really excited for this. Yeah, I basically was able to watch this stream, at least attempt to watch it the first time, um, while I was like holding a child and trying to make dinner. Um, not to sound stereotypical, but that's the way life is now. So I was like, I heard like the lightsabers go, and I was like holding the kid and just kind of looking down at my phone and trying to stir something, and I was like, oh, and the kid got excited, so I just kind of shook him a little bit, and not I didn't shake him, but uh, I just kind of we bounced. <laughs> um, <laughs> And he got excited, and yeah, it was. I, I'm I'm really excited. Um, by the way, it's only five dollars if you want to buy it on the original, on the Xbox Store. I highly recommend you do that. I'm pretty sure it's on Steam as well. Play Kotor. Oh my God. So uh, Asper Media has said that they are rebuilding the game from the ground up, um, but they did say they don't want to touch the story because that story is a classic. They just want to make it like modernize it and make the gameplay. Uh, kind of like modern day gameplay and you know you could probably do a little bit to the story to kind of make it more impactful um, yeah maybe add some stuff to it a little bit too and streamline some other things that were kind of uh fillery but i'm really excited to see what i was talking to a friend and he was he was scared that they're gonna do what they did with final fantasy 7 remake and it's going to be like a fifth mm-hmm. of the game. And I'm like, I doubt it. No, I, I think the rumor previously was that they are going to take elements from the first and the second, combine them to make like one big game called like the, what the new Republic or something. The, the rumor was that, you know, it would still be called KOTOR, but I thought it would be called high Republic because they were like right before this rumor came out, uh, 
Lucasfilm, well, not Lucasfilm, but like Marvel or whatever was doing their launch of the Star Wars comic, and they're all focusing on the High Republic era, so there's going to be a bunch of comics and stories in this era. So I'm like, it makes sense that this rumor came out you know, so quickly after this was announced. So I'm like, they're probably going to call it High Republic and change it a little bit and kind of keep that the bones of it the same, but like, you know, change it to make it fit into this canon that they're not doing. But it looks like it's still called Knights of the Old Republic. So I do owe Rick a pizza, which will be paid the next time we are in person, probably when Chance is here too. Uh, I'm really excited about this. What do you guys think of uh, Asper Media handling this? They've they've mostly done uh, remasters and stuff. I think they did, uh, yeah, Republic Commando and Jedi Outcast for like modern consoles. But this is their first take at like actually remaking a game they have some of the original team members from kotor on it do they yeah not everybody but they do have some of the original developers on there it's gonna be a hard one to mess up yeah i mean that, that that's the thing too because i was like looking into it i'm like if it's if it's a new group like how well can you like stay true to what it was previously but if you have other developers that worked on the original it makes it a little easier i mean i'm excited either way i would just be more confident in it if it was like a, a major studio that I know has done a good RPG before. So, but as long as we get it, I, I say we'd be optimistic know, and play. I think they'll do a great job. Don't fuck it up. Asper media. <laughs> Is that a threat? But, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, don't fuck it up. <laughs> you can interpret it how you will. <laughs> what, do you, what are you guys thoughts on this being a PS five exclusive? Like Sony must've paid, a shit ton timed exclusive correct yeah. timed exclusive but probably a year and the fact that i have a pc it's like fuck it yeah i mean i, I might i'll probably get it on pc um it'll, it just feels more like i played the original on pc uh so it just feels more like a pc title to me to begin with but yeah i mean it, it's good it'll come to xbox somewhere down the line but it's just odd well i guess it's not odd because they've done it with countless other properties now marvel has so uh or like lucasfilm games who is doing marvel and star wars gaming so uh we just saw them do wolverine so and that's going to be developed by insomniac so i don't see that coming to multi-platform ever so at least this will be coming to other platforms down the line so uh kind of the big punch at the end was a new gameplay trailer for god of war ragnarok gameplay it showed us you know a little bit more of the story they're looking for odin you see kind of the confrontation with thor uh you see like uh, freya come back you see uh you know other different characters uh tear at one point um you saw a lot more bloody combos and different powers coming from atreus and then uh you know just glimpses of the story without giving too much but they were going from environment to environment scene to scene so it does show me it's not it's not just a vertical slice that they have done. It feels like this game is content complete. They're just kind of fixing bugs and you know working out the kinks and making sure it runs great. Uh, hopefully it does make its 2022 window, which it is slated for right now. But at the end of this trailer, they didn't have a year. They didn't have a date. They didn't have anything. So that kind of gives me shaky confidence in that. What are your guys' thoughts on God of War? I'm so excited. Having just started playing the first got right not first but like god of war 20 what is it 18 there were spoilers in this trailer like, but they were kind of subtle yeah, yeah like, so i don't like it, it didn't mean anything up to me it. other than i'm like the obvious that like certain characters are like in the new game that i kind of figured wouldn't 
be killed off, I guess, in the first one. Um, but aside from that, any spoilers they had, I didn't really understand because I'm not deep enough in the story. So it's just whoosh over my head. I just love like the tail end of the trailer where like it's like God of War Ragnarok. And then usually when they would like put a release date, there's that girl saying, you'll get your answer soon enough. And then there's a pause <laughs> and she's like, well, some yeah. of them. And I'm like, that that's a that's a perfect way to end it. As far as like, we're not sure when it's coming out, but here it is. Well, we do. You'll know. And <laughs> I don't mean to make everything about The Last Jedi, but that does remind me of The Last Jedi trailer when Luke, when they have that clip of Luke saying, uh, this is not going to go the way you think it is. Like, it's like he's talking to the audience, telling them to be prepared. This is not your dad's Star Wars movie. So um, I, I definitely got that same feeling during that part in this trailer. So <laughs> you're exactly last you're fucking Jedi. Jesus Christ, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's always Makes about sense. Star Wars. Like, no, mainly I mean, the last Jedi. Is. That is true. Yes, but yeah, Ragnarok looks. It, it, it seems fun. No set release date. Do you guys think next year? Based on how much different stuff that they showed us, I do think it'll be next year because they kind of it was supposed to be this year. So a year. Come on, that's a big window. A year and some change. Right. I'm assuming. Uh, if it was supposed to be this fall. I mean, this could so be a holiday. Hopefully. 2022. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Horizon's already scheduled for February. You, this could be like September or November or something. You know, I love God of War. We've already kind of talked about how if you haven't played it, go play it. It's free on the PlayStation collection. And this just seems like more God of War. And if you have been listening to this podcast since 2019, you know that I was kind of disappointed with the ending of 2018 where I thought there was going to be a main fight with the main boss or something at the end. And I went out and I grinded for two hours to get like leveled up and get all like super ready because I'm like, yeah, I'm going to fucking kill this guy. And then it kind of just ends in a, a cutscene, and I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> so I'm, I'm really excited for more God of War. Now, now I have to beat it. Yeah. Now I have to fire up my rocket ship of a PlayStation four. And finally beat God of War. <laughs> Do it. They announced uh, upcoming hack and slash project Eve takes place in the near future. And to win back Earth, the player becomes Eve, the survivor of the paratrooper squad deployed from the colony who must fight through powerful enemies with new comrades. Uh, that sounds very PR speak, but I saw the gameplay trailer. It looked kind of generic to me. Not really my cup of tea. I don't know. What your guys' thoughts on that are? Did de like devote like four minutes to this, and I'm like, this is a little bit too much. Yeah, it seemed a little much, and I didn't really care, so I was like, oh, just keep going, keep going. I, I will agree with you. It does look like a very like generic game. It does look like a very typical hack and slash kind of game. Nothing. It doesn't look like it's going to have anything that is really going to like wow me. Moving on, uh, we had uh, a gameplay trailer for Tiny Tina Wonderlands. Uh, also, a release date was revealed. This very much looks like Borderlands medieval. With guns. <laughs> yeah, at one point in the trailer, Tiny Tina's like, you're probably wondering if this is medieval, why are there are guns? Because fuck you, that's why. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, I mean, it looks more like Borderlands. So if you liked Borderlands 4, you're going to, or is it 3? Three? 3. Yeah, three, right? Yeah. If you like Borderlands 3, I'm sure you'll like this. It still has that same humor and all of that. 
they did show a bunch of different locations from majestic towns to mushroom forests to foreboding fortresses and more. Uh, and uh, an interactive tabletop zone, which players can explore as they discover dynamic encounters and traverse between all key locations. Old school JRPG fans, we see you. Again, PR speak, a lot of it, but it is coming out March 25th, and uh, March early 2022 is getting pretty fucking stacked with the games coming out. For so now. You'll probably, you'll probably have to make some decisions. Next up, we got a trailer for, for Spoken. Uh, this actually showed off more story and a little bit more gameplay uh, with a release date of spring 2022. So again, spring 2022 is looking very crowded. The trailer looked really good. We got more of the story of uh, this woman being transported into this magical realm. You know, she's from modern day and she's kind of like a fish out of water in this medieval setting with dragons and this weird technology thing bracelet on her arm is like communicating with her and kind of giving her all these powers. Uh, it looked pretty good we, we did get the the biggest look of this that we've gotten before uh i am pretty interested in this in the fact that it is a new ip so it doesn't have like the baggage of you know some of these old final fantasy games and stuff that are trying to do something similar but it looks very good and uh i kind of like i'm digging the open world fast-paced crazy abilities gameplay that they showed what are your guys' thoughts honestly i think the uh at least the dialogue and the humor. Like, I really like... So far, at least as far as the previews, just like... She's like, yeah, oh, I love yeah. the last trailer when she's like, is that a motherfucking dragon? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And this trailer had something like similar, but it was kind of toned down a bit. It's like, oh, shit, there's like magic or something. It, it seems like it could be a lot of fun. Gameplay looks like a lot of fun. Um, not really... I don't say it's too much up my alley. It seems more like almost like a Tomb Raider, but with a lot more fantastical elements. But... If I had a PlayStation, I'd I'd be on on the top of my list. I'm I'm definitely excited for this. Uh, Zach, any any other thoughts on that? Uh, yeah, I'm 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 excited for it. I am a bit surprised at the spring 2022 uh, release window, given what other things have been announced in that time. Uh, it, it wouldn't surprise me at all if this and others got delayed out of that window. Um, but I'm excited for it regardless. I really like the gameplay that they showed. I think the traversal is sweet. It's very like not quite the same. It's like Spider-Man esque. Like, crazy jumps yeah, and like, like crazy dashes jumps, like the acrobatics, yeah. the speed. I love the speed of it. It's not just like it, it's traversal that'll be meaningful and like kind of fun to do. Like I love doing the Spider-Man traversal. Yeah. So like, and they like, showed a lot of unique looking enemies with like different designs and yeah. stuff. So. I'm, I'm definitely excited. I don't think it'll come out during spring 2022, though. I I wouldn't be surprised if it got delayed out of that window, maybe to the summertime. Yeah, maybe like around April or you know maybe, maybe pushing like June. I, I don't July. I don't think they'd want to yeah. like go into like the holiday time and compete with other stuff, but maybe in the lull period. Yeah. Uh, next up, Uncharted 4 and Uncharted Lost Legacy are getting remastered for the PS5 and PC in a new collection called Legacy of Thieves yeah. Collection. So. Lost Legacy, and then Uncharted for A Thief's End, so they just mash the two names. Uh, Legacy of Thieves Collection. So for the first time, Uncharted is coming to PC. We kind of knew a lot more PlayStation games are coming to PC when uh, PlayStation bought Nixies, which they're only known for porting games to PC. So um, we're probably going to be seeing a little bit more of this coming up. This is the first of that, the fruits of that purchase but i think we're getting a lot more it is kind of odd that they decided to go with this versus 
the Nathan Drake collection, which included Uncharted 1, 2, and 3. Because it's like, hey, PC you know, audience that have never played an Uncharted game, here's the fourth one in, right. a se- in yeah, the series. Exactly. And a spinoff with a character you've you've never had any personal like, connection be a main anymore. part of the game. Yeah. yeah. So pr- pretty odd there, but it is getting it is also coming to PS5. Uh, it's not going to be a free upgrade, and I think you will have to end up paying. I don't think you're you're either going to have like a a ten dollar upgrade path because they did give away uh, Uncharted Four for free in the PlayStation Collection. So I'm sure they don't want those people only paying ten dollars because this is PlayStation after all. Uh, I think you're probably going to end up having to pay what what seems like a good price for this forty. I would say like ninety seven. <laughs> you think they're going to go ninety seven? It's oh, yeah, PlayStation. Uh, it's like Nintendo. They'll probably go seventy, yeah. But I feel like forty seems like a good price. But it'll probably be end up, end up being seventy. But it it is coming to PlayStation Five as well with all the, that entails. So you're gonna get the uh, dual sense support. You're gonna get a high frame rate, HDR, all of that stuff, um, faster loading, all of that. Zach, have you played Uncharted Four? Yes, I'm not Lost Legacy, but I played Uncharted Four. I I definitely think. Lost Legacy is the best one, and Uncharted 4 is the third best one. So it's it's a pretty decent collection if you haven't played these games. Uh, Rick, what about you? What's your history with Uncharted? I've beat Uncharted 1 for the PS3, and then I got... Because I bought, like, uh, I think it was the Nathan Drake collection at the time, which was just 1 and 2. Um, I got, like, probably about 20 minutes through 2, and then I got stuck at a part. I keep hearing two's the best, but I got stuck at it. So then I bought the Nathan Drake collection for my PS4. And I got like halfway through the first one. And then I got stuck on the freaking jet skis. Oh, yeah, yeah. That part. And then I just never got past that part. And I was like, well, I can't play two. just control so awkwardly. Yeah. yeah, unless I beat the first one. I never beat that first one. So I'm never played three or four. And I played just the first like part of two. But they were great. The first one was great. Yeah, I think the order goes, uh, Lost Legacy is the best, then it's two, then it's four, then it's three, then it's one. Really? So, three is better than one? Uh, yes. Actually, no, it's uh, three, Golden Abyss, then one. So one is definitely the worst. <laughs> in really? Terms of, it's just, it feels yeah. so dated and like generic after you've played the, the other ones. Oh, fuck. But if you like the first one, you're going to love the rest of them. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, I like the Uncharted games. I think they're yeah. great. Yeah, I mean, this is a, a good way to kind of catch people up for the PS5, hold them over, because I'm sure there's another Uncharted in development, whether that's you know Uncharted 5 or if it is a, uh, a reboot or something like with a different main character. Uh, no spoilers for any of the Uncharted games, but... No spoilers. The last Uncharted game with Nathan Drake was called A Thief's End. Yes, it was. <laughs> but there are many thieves. And this was a thief's end. Just saying. Uh, <laughs> who was the thief? You never know. <laughs> yeah, they showed off more of Rainbow Six Extraction trailer. I don't really care, but it did get a January 2022 release date. Right? Yep. Yeah. That's something. Yeah, as soon as I started hearing like the, the, like, the dialogue... The narration i was like oh yep i know exactly what this is and i'm not interested yeah um moving on we did get uh alan wake remastered with a, a new trailer and then this was actually leaked and then they announced this before the showcase it's, it's kind of cool because sam lake uh put up like a letter 
thanking the fans on the fan site for Alan Wake. So it wasn't announced like on Remedy's blog or like on a major publication. It was a letter that he had submitted to this fan site for Alan Wake, which is it's a really nice thing to do for like a way to reveal it after it's been kind of semi sort of leaked. But if this wasn't leaked, I think this would have been, at least for me, this would have been a really hype moment for, you know, them showing this trailer and like getting a release date like so quickly and stuff. I don't know about you guys. Have you, have you guys played Alan Wake? Oh, fuck yeah. But, uh, as soon as I saw like, as soon as I saw like Remedy on the screen, I was just like, and, uh, who did. There's a name before Remedy that popped up that I was also like, that's nice. Epic. Oh, yeah, I saw Epic. And I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, Epic. And then I was like, oh, wait, Remedy? Oh, my God, Remedy, Remedy. And then, like, boom, all the Alan Wake shit. Yeah, Epic Games Publishing it. Yep. Mm -hmm. Oh, man, I got so excited. And, Zach, you've never played Alan Wake? Dude, you need to play Alan Wake. So, like, when you guys were talking, when we we were playing Control, and then we were talking about the... uh, the Alan Wake like crossover like DLC or whatever uh, that meant nothing to me <laughs> um, but I know you guys were like really hyped for it because you guys had played Alan Wake before and it like kind of made sense I guess within the control universe um, but I didn't I, I never played Alan Wake so I didn't really quite understand the connection well, now you can well now I can't um, um, it's also this is the first time it's coming to PlayStation because this was only a 360 game when it launched and then I think like a couple years later, it came to PC. Um, recently, it came to like Epic Game Store and stuff because they have a deal with Epic. And now it is coming to current gen. So it'll be uh, play- or PlayStation, Xbox, and PC on October 5th. Alan Wake is great. I haven't played it, replayed it recently. But, you know, just ha- having played Control recently, it's just in my mindset. And I'm down to go back to that world and play it. Uh, I'm wondering if the uh, gameplay will feel a little dated after playing both quantum break and uh control but hopefully it won't it, it visually it looks great but the original was great it had a lot of for me it hit home because it has a lot of like silent hill 2 vibes where your protagonist isn't like somebody's proficient with a gun so you're not really that great at it and uh, funny story when i first started playing um i missed the note that the flashlight helps you kill an- enemies because the enemies are like, oh, it's light, and then you shine them with a flashlight, and then shooting them with a gun helps kill them. I didn't get that memo, so I just tried to shoot a lot, and I just ran. Wasted all your ammo. <laughs> yeah, or I pulled the Resident Evil 4 thing that I did, or most Resident Evil games, where it's just like, race to the next save point. <laughs> yeah. Then eventually I, I got to work until you get to the first boss fight. Yep, yeah. <laughs> until I got to the voice, first boss fight, and then I like had to kind of look it up, and I was like, where am I going wrong? <laughs> Yeah, but um, it's 19.99 on the Xbox Game Store. If you go to like hell, just about any like used video game store, you'd probably find the disc for five bucks. That's what I did. Yeah, Alan Wake's totally worth playing if you haven't played it. If you're a PlayStation only fan, I highly recommend you play it. And the fact that they're coming back to this with that Epic Games deal, it all but confirms Alan Wake Two is in development. So really excited for that in the near future, hopefully, and. Uh, and PlayStation friends, if you want to prep for it, play Control. I know if you listen to this podcast, yes. we've said this millions of times, but play Control. 2019 Tuggy Game of the Year winner. Yeah. Or you can play Alan Wake first and then play Control. But either way, play both of these games. Doesn't matter the order. 
And then we did get another trailer for uh, Grand Theft Auto V. What is it called? Enhanced and Expanded or some shit? I don't know. It's GTA V coming to PlayStation 5. Did they announce, is this only PlayStation 5 or is this Xbox as well? I assume it's Xbox as well, but they haven't been advertising it. I don't know if GTA 5 will ever come out for Xbox. <laughs> uh, the... Uh, the enhanced and upgraded edition has been delayed to March 2022 because originally it was supposed to be this fall that this was supposed to come out. And I don't know. It looked the same to me. I don't know. I couldn't spot the differences. They're like brand new features, better world, better gameplay, seamless transition between characters. I feel like you already have that if you're playing on the Xbox Series X or PS5, the last gen version. So I don't know. Is, is this going to be a free upgrade? Who knows? Probably not. You'll probably have to pay for it. Whatever. Moving on. Uh, we did get a trailer for GT7. Yeah. Uh, and a release and we did date. get a release date. March 22nd, 2022. <laughs> I mean, it looks like a car game. Uh, <laughs> it looks pretty. Like, you can see, like, the reflections in all the cars. And first I was like, that reflection's bad. And then, like, the... Like the background change, and it's like, oh no, this car's in the city now. That's really pretty. Also, correction, uh, IGN's article says March 22nd, but the trailer says March 4th. Mm. So I'm thinking it's March 4th. <laughs> yeah, I would go with what the trailer says. Yeah. Um, but yeah, if you're a racing fan, GT7 early next year. Um, moving on, we had a new trailer for Ghostwire Tokyo, the game I have termed Techno Natural. Uh, looks very techno naturally. I don't know how else to say it. <laughs> I'm just happy. Um, like uh, it seems like we've been given more. We were given more information than we ever had before, and we actually have a protagonist and some clue of what's going on. So I'm really yes. excited about it. Even though I'm pretty sure I won't be able to play it until I get a PlayStation. So looks pretty cool. Yeah, um, we did get more gameplay than we ever have. Uh, did we get a solid release date yet? No. No. There's still no release date. The only thing we ever had before was that lady that was awesome. Yeah. That, that's been the whole but thing that's been associated with this game. I'm assuming this is going to be like... It, it's probably planned for the first half. It might slip into the second half. Not that it's going to take that long to make it. Maybe they just want to get out of the way of some of these other games early on. Um, but it looks, it looks weird, but it looks like weird. I want to try, but maybe not weird. I would try day one. If that makes sense. Yeah, It looks, it looks very like disturbing. Spring 2022 is what it says. Um, yeah, I mean, this is another Bethesda game that has a, a deal to be a PlayStation timed exclusive. So I'm assuming a year later it'll come to game pass. Maybe that'll be the time I play it. So moving on, we did have another trailer for guardians of the galaxy, uh, kind of like a story trailer. They did show some funny moments and stuff. It looks good. I'm going to play it because it's Marvel, but nothing too like it didn't stand out in, and in the a mus- conference where we had Spider-Man two and, the music right. itself like didn't seem like two gardens of the galaxy. It was more like weird heavy metal stuff. I didn't like the and music. In the past yeah. trailers they have shown more like leaning into the seventies mm-hmm. style. But But yeah, we'll play it. Uh and then there was also a Deathloop launch trailer, but I did skip this one because I'm like, I just want the game. It's coming next week. I don't need to see any more. 
So I watched it. It's okay. Somebody told me it had spoilers, so I avoided it. But yeah, the, the narration I think that that goes over it probably reveals maybe too much. So definitely avoid it, uh, especially yeah. if you really want to go in green. But definitely, yeah, it gives some good insight, and I'm really excited for you guys to play it. It comes out uh, next week. Tuesday. Tuesday. I have all next week off, but I have no PlayStation 5. You can come over and play it. Yeah. I mean, I might end up being sick on Tuesday. We'll see. Uh, if you are sick on Tuesday, I'll bring my child to come comfort you. There we go. <laughs> Sounds like a play. My supervisor is listening. That is not show intent. Of <laughs> it actually sucks. Like, I won't be able to I won't be able to play Deathloop until like Friday. Oh, I'm so sad for you, Zach. Like that sucks. I'm just gonna be busy with coaching stuff in the evenings after work, so I just won't. I won't have time. I mean, unless I pull an all nighter, which I can't do anymore. I'm, I I don't have the energy, like I once did. Shit, I'm like this close to just being like putting four hundred dollars and just buying it with my credit card and not telling the wife, and then hiding this giant white monstrosity in my house somehow. Good luck finding <laughs> one. <That's laughs> <Right>. Exactly. <laughs> That's the one kink in your plan. But yeah, uh, overall, I think they had a a pretty solid showing there. They had good first parties. We kind of already knew what was coming. You know, they've been delaying stuff. Like there was no horizon, which was weird. Unless you count the giant statue statue in that like beginning commercial that they had just for PlayStation, which was weird. But um, we, we kind of already know what's coming like, the next year or so, which is Horizon, uh, we expect is God of War. Uh, it's GT7. That's kind of what's coming. We, we needed something after that. And they did give us that in Spider-Man 2 2023. And then I'm assuming Wolverine 2024 or 2025 or whatever have you. But uh, odd that there was no Naughty Dog next project. I kind of was expecting factions at this conference. We didn't get anything like that. Any Anything else that you guys are expecting that didn't show up here everything that showed up here is what i expected from sony earlier this year so it's like they were kind of making up for lost time there's a lot of there's a lot of really great surprises um a lot of more predictable stuff but honestly it was a good conference yeah uh i did i was hoping for a silk song hollow knight silk song because i just need that to come out this year for my fantasy draft uh, but that's probably more likely going to show up at a Nintendo event if it does this year. Uh, and then I was also, I thought Hogwarts Legacy would be here because it was here last year. Um, but we didn't see anything from that. So maybe, do, do you think that makes sense for the DC fandom that they have coming up this year? Or are they just kind of trying to avoid the limelight because uh, JK Rowling is a trash person? Well, I think they they revealed a lot of like really high-end shit. And really, like, teased a lot of stuff that's going to be really big. Mm-hmm. So, I didn't think they wanted to, like, add that on and have this be, like, too much, like, of a... F- Basically, you know, when you're watching a fireworks show, like, they kind of tease some fireworks in the grand finale. I think this is the grand finale, so they're going to use that for something else. Maybe uh, Game Awards. Yeah. I can see that popping up there. There's also Pragmata, which was revealed last playstation conference last year that was the which is supposed one, to be right? a with the cat or something or with the yeah with a weird lady or the little girl little that girl, has yeah. something going on with her eyes and i think there was a cat in it at some point 
maybe and they're like looking uh, at the earth we, like from the moon or something like weird cg trailer yeah. yeah and then uh it's like a sega i think is the one doing it but uh that was supposed to be that's i think that trailer ended with 2022 but the fact that we haven't heard anything about it a year later makes me think that is not going to make it 2022 uh especially with how crowded 2022 is already supposed to be um rick were you surprised that there was no final fantasy 16 no I was not surprised what about at all. Final Fantasy Seven Part Two. Honestly, I, I considering what PlayStation has given us so far, I wasn't expecting much. So what they did right now, like it was nice. It's something I would have loved to see like like a month ago or maybe two months ago when we were like super hyped, and Xbox just whipped it out and was just slapping everybody in the face, and Sony just had egg on their face and just like had to walk away. And then Sony just came back and was like. Boom! Here's what I'm doing. It's like, okay, cool. I like it. It's nice, but... Yeah. They couldn't pull out all the stops. Uh, Zach, what about you? Any thoughts on Final Fantasy? Absolutely not. (laughs) (laughs) Overall, it was a good show. How would you guys rate it on, like, ABCD scale? I'd go, like, A-. minus. Yeah, I'd say hit the A marks. Solid B, mainly because Insomniac Insomniac knows how to hype people up and then give them something that's good, but not like amazing. Like Spider-Man was good, but it wasn't amazing. And I'm sure this Wolverine game, I'm sure it's going to be good, but I doubt it's going to be like drop your jaw amazing. You're going to yeah. find all the backpacks and then you're going to be like, OK, cool. Like what else is there? Yeah, I can see. I'm, I'm still excited because. You know, it's 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 something new, um, something modern from a, a Wolverine game. So I'm definitely excited for that. I was really imp- impressed with what we saw from God of War, which yeah, it looks more like God of War, but just like, you know, bigger combos, different powers, different stuff with a new story where they're looking for Odin. All of that looks really great. Spider-Man, that got me hyped. They showed, uh, you know, the announcement for Wolverine. Ghostwire. A lot of hype moments. Yeah, Ghostwire is okay. Uh, Forspoken, okay. Not not. We already knew about that stuff before. Uh, Alan Wake remastered had already leaked. Yeah, Kotor was a huge hype moment. Yeah, so that was a lot of. It's hard. A to lot have, of things like, all, in here. It's hard to have all those like heavy hitters and like not have this hit the A marks for me. Yeah, so it, it was definitely. I think a lot of stuff that I felt like. I personally would have been excited for. I can totally see that if you're not super into superhero games or Star Wars, this isn't really your cup of tea, but uh, they did lean heavily into Lucasfilm games based on like, there's three games here from them. Uh, technically four, if you count, uh, what's it called? The uh, guardians of the galaxy that was showcased here as well. So um, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm super excited. What, what did you guys think comparing this to uh, Xbox's E3 showcase? That had the 30 games uh, featured with 27 of them coming to Game Pass. Personally, I like Xbox more because I don't have a PlayStation. But this was a really good setup. It, I don't want to say it came out of nowhere. But for me, it felt like it was like, oh, wow, all this shit is just coming out of nowhere. And there's a lot of sweet stuff and I feel excluded. But also in the same mindset, I'm also like, 
you know, like Charlie, when he, you know, doesn't get the golden ticket the first time, he's like, well, I bet the golden ticket makes the chocolate taste terrible. So I'm sure it's all going to be crap on PlayStation 5 and it's going to be a lot better when it comes to Xbox. So, yeah, I'm going to give it like a C plus. Right, yeah. <laughs> um, comparing it to Xbox, I still think Xboxes I connected more with because yeah, there were hype moments in this one, like really hype moments, but there was also hype moments in Xbox. Like that Stalker 2 gameplay was great. Uh, the whole reveal for uh, Starfield, um, Halo, the trailer they showed for Halo was great. And then um, what was the other thing? Outer Worlds 2. That was a fucking hype moment. So uh, that and Somerville. I really enjoyed Somerville. And then, yeah, just all these uh like death by a thousand cuts with all these different games that i'm interested in coming to game pass day one plus they announced a brand new ip from arcane which is coming next summer so uh it's definitely one was more licensed focused and one was more original ip and our catalog focused so you know two different sides of the coin but i I was personally more excited for xbox because you know that's that's not hitting my wallet as hard as right, that, PlayStation is and that's just, yeah like, right. That's exactly. seventy dollars a pop. Right, that's exactly <laughs> yeah. where I was going to go about it because you're talking like you're looking at the uh, the Xbox um, showcase and you're talking about like you don't have as many like heavy hitters, obviously compared to what PlayStation showcased. But the fact that you have so many Game Pass games, where to like a consumer standpoint, I don't have to worry about spending full price for all these games. I can play them all for free essentially. So that's that's mm-hmm. where the difference in approach comes in. So if you kind of look at it, which you can't, but if you looked at it like money was no object, PlayStation has like the stronger, I guess, like the hype. top heavy hype of games. But then you bring the wallet into this <laughs> into the equation and you're like, well, it's kind of hard to ignore 27 of 30 games shown that you can play on Game Pass. And that's really and exactly hard to like, want, say yeah. say with like Halo Infinite, it, like right? Hell, exactly. Ten years like, ago, we'd be waiting outside of GameStop at midnight, just like with our hot chocolate, just waiting to pick up our copy, then go home and wait for it to load up on our console. Shit, we could just have this loaded up on our console once midnight strikes. Like, boom, guys, you ready to play? Let's go. Exactly. I am so I I am hyped about that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, and then yeah, there is also. There were new IPs and more new IPs announced at the Xbox One because you had Contraband um, and then you had that other, I guess you had Somerville and then, I don't know, some, something else. But like there, there's just a lot more new shit versus this being like, that's shit I really enjoyed as a kid or whatever, like Star Wars, The Old Republic, and then uh, like Wolverine has Alan always Wake. been like, there's been games like that before, so... God of War, again, it's more God of War. It's not like that, fuck yes, a brand new thing. It's like, fuck yes, I'm hyped for that, but it's like more of the same. Like Starfield? Of, Jesus so. Christ. Yeah, a lot of uh, a lot of great things on both sides. But, you know, if you had to compare them, I'm personally more on the Xbox side. Uh, I think so is Rick. Uh, Zach is more on the PlayStation side, sounds like. PlayStation had the bigger hits. So, yeah, it's a it's a difference there. I think they were both great, um, but it's just kind of like it's been kind of like this whole year has been waiting for Sony and PlayStation to just kind of like have this level of hype, which I feel like we haven't had. So now we have it. All right. So that wraps up the PlayStation showcase. Some more subtitles. 
Wow. <laughs> so moving on to subpar subtitles. It's a game we like to end the podcast with where we basically take the principle that game developers like naming their game franchise colon subtitle. And that's S-U-B hyphen T-I-T-L-E. For example, Assassin's Creed odyssey so what i've done is i've taken a fake subtitle and intermixed it with a bunch of real subtitles and it's our panel's job here to find out which one is the fake one we've been keeping score all year and i believe all of you are tied yes we're all tied at 12 all right so this might change things up are you guys ready yes indeed all right Pause of Justice, P-A-W-S, by the way. Pause of Justice. Chaos Reigns, R-E-I-G-N-S, like Reigns, like that. Um, New Blood, Under the Knife, and The Shadow Engine. Repeat those one more time for those of you listening at home. Pause of Justice, Chaos Reigns. New Blood, Under the Knife, and The Shadow Engine. Zach, why don't we start with you? What was B again? Chaos Reigns. Oh, God. (laughs) Uh, I'm going to go with... I need an answer. Under the Knife. Under the Knife, which is D. Rick? Pause of justice. What do you choose? Pause of justice. Like P A W S. Now. Yep. Yes. Like a dog's paw. Oh, that could have been a that could have been a <laughs> yes. quality guess. <laughs> That's unfortunate. <laughs> <laughs> Those answers have been locked in. Whoops. So now for the twist. So you guys have the option to keep your answer, and you will get three points if that is indeed correct, or you can choose to risk it all and say all real. Or all fake. If you say all real or all fake, and that is indeed the case, you will get double the points for a total of six. So, Rick, what do you decide? I'm extremely tempted to go all real, considering I know most of these are real. Like, I know personally of quite a few of these games. Um, Obviously, some people have not played any Wii-related surgery games. Um, oh my! <laughs> but I've never heard of Pause of Justice. Fuck! I could. Ah, uh, this is where it gets rough because Pause of Justice is a game, then I get six points. But if it's not, I can get three points. I'm gonna say all real. Fuck it. Rick is saying all real. Zach, what about you? I think. I think based on my own mistake, I have no choice but to say all real. <laughs> Honestly. All right. So I think if I, <laughs> so I, I would have selected real. Pause of Justice, I would have been okay with just chilling with that. But I messed up, so I think I have to match just for the sake of point. Okay. So those answers are locked in. Both of them went for all real. So now, you guys ready? Hamsterdam, Pause of Justice, oh, wow. <laughs> real game. Chaos reigns, not a Fuck. real game. Oh. <laughs> I even asked about trauma that. center. God damn it, trauma center. New Blood, real game. Trauma Center, Under the Knife, real game. Uh, and Trulon, the Shadow Engine, which I totally thought you guys would pick, because what the fuck is a Shadow Engine? Honestly, that's that's why I, I didn't <laughs> pick game. it. 
<laughs> I'm so I'm right, I'm so. actually like so annoyed with myself right now. I ask about it and then I just ignore <laughs> it. Like, what is wrong with me? Because it seems like it's a real game. Because I'm really good. Honestly, at it. if we would have yeah. gotten points, why chance his computer is dead? Like, I, I don't even want to hear that. You guys have gotten points every time I have not been present. I don't even want to hear. Well, that. why weren't you it present? Yeah, it sounds like a you problem. Yep. I, but I don't want you to sit here and feel bad. Like, <laughs> Thanks for listening. Remember, you can catch us on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or Spotify. You can reach us with any questions, comments, concerns. Talk about how bad Zach is at this game at the Untitled Gaming Podcast at gmail.com. Don't forget to follow us on all our social media. On Twitter, we are at TugPod. T-U-G-P-O-D. On Instagram, we are at T-U-G underscore P-O-D. On Reddit, we are at r slash TugPod. And on Facebook, we are the Untitled Gaming Podcast. Also, check out our Twitch channel at twitch.tv slash TugPod. And we ask that you subscribe and leave us reviews. Five-star reviews for us. One-star review for every other podcast. I want to submit an appeal. Magic the Gathering, Magic the Gathering, Plane Chase, Chaos Reigns, an extension of their card game. Do we do we allow? That's this? an expansion. That's not a game. It, it, it could be if we wanted it to be. <laughs> no, <laughs> it's not. <laughs> it is a Plane Chase expansion of their card game. I I could, I'm submitting this for appeal. Of their card game? Yeah. That, that's not a game. I, I'm submitting it's it not for a video game. I'm submitting it for appeal to the council. Submission denied. Okay, well, it was worth a try. And it's denied. <laughs> <laughs>